vlog about. I am Amanda Lauren and I am with my co-host Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with Dr. Christopher Metzler. Wait, let me just say this. The very well dressed Dr. Christopher Metzler. What is that? He's wearing a watch that's amazing, which by the way is not, I know this is a podcast. I really <laughs> see it, but it's leather with, whose is that? That's gorgeous. Yeah, so it's what? a private brand oh, out of Italy beautiful. that it's asked me to, yeah. Gorgeous. Yes. I've seen them. They're Savoy. Yeah. yeah. Savoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah, I love absolutely. the detail. It's leather, and then it's got the metal. I love the it. Detail. I love the ring. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. don't you love his contrast of like his check with his bright blue tie? I don't try. I don't, trust me. When him and I met yesterday, I was like. Oh, stylist, and he just died a little because he's got such a good fashion oh sense. Like, you know, me, usually I'm used to working with most clients who don't have much fashion sense. So, like, it's nice that, like, he loves the details and it's more like we have fun because, like, yes. I'm like, oh, you have to wear your blue shoes. And he's like, yes, they're my favorite. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so much fun. That's great. <laughs> I love blue shoes. And he's wearing these gorgeous Ferragamo yes. shoes that are, that have, like, a Bottega Veneta, like, weave. Yes. Thing. Yes. Like, beautiful. I love it. I yes. have a Colhan bag like that. I guess really? my friends are doing it now. But yeah. Like, yeah, that's become a thing. It's, mm-hmm. I know. The texture. I know. It's so nice. It, yeah, texture's great. Yeah, like, texture's my favorite. It's all about the yes. details. I just love details. I know. Yes. I love a well-dressed man. Which oh, there's nothing sexy. Neither, neither one of our husbands. I know. We all have our husbands. <laughs> and we love them to death. But, but like, they're not. No. They're like, like I, eh. I have to put my husband's outfits together, like, literally every day. Like, if I don't like the struggles, <laughs> like, he gets so mad. He's like, babe, can you wake up? Can you look at this? And it's, like, my one day to sleep in. And I'm like... One I open, I'm like, what? And I'm like, I think the, the colors look at work. Yeah, that blue, that great. Like, and he's yeah. like, okay, good. Okay, I have a meeting. And I'm like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> and he's like, I just want your opinion. But then, it's of course, when we like go out and I want to actually dress him, yeah. Then he gets annoyed. It's like, oh, I don't want to wear that. And I'm like, but that looks nice. You should wear that. And he's like. Oh, I just wanted to be comfortable, and I'm like, "But we're going out tonight to a nice restaurant." Yeah, so you don't forget get to comfort. Be comfortable. <laughs> That's right. Look fabulous, and he's like, "You didn't marry me for my fashion." I'm like, "No, I did not. I'm gonna be in big trouble <laughs> if I was a king." Like, we're sorry. Exactly. exactly. I, I have tr- tried to throw out his. I hate to even admit this on the podcast. His Crocs. Like, I have tried yes. to throw oh, them out Crocs. and burn them, and he has found them. I have tried to oh, get rid of all his... They like, wouldn't even enter the house. I would literally, <laughs> in the middle of the night, throw them down a flight of stairs. Yeah, no, yeah. I've, I've hit them. I put them in the garage. He finds Where's them. Mario Batal? Why does he Crocs? He likes them for comfort once in a blue moon. Don't Oof. even get me started. And then same with his stupid cargo shorts that I can't stand. Oh, I've oh God. I've got like, five pairs of them. Somehow more up here. I'm like, did you get more cargo shorts? Like, no. I know for a fact he's buying them behind my back. I don't know where because I'm not <laughs> going to a mall. He doesn't go shopping. Online. It must be online. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I don't yes. know. I'm sure. And That's I'm like, like a really good trick. Oh, I'm like, you're giving me a fashion anxiety attack. If you know, there like, is such a thing, I'm having it. Like, <laughs> you should see. No, I finally got my husband to throw out the shirts with holes in them. <laughs> oh, my or, God. Or he wears them just to walk the dog. <laughs> and you're like, mm. There is one though that's so bad, and he still wears it in the house. And I'm like, you look like you should just have a van and park outside of a school. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's kind of amazing. But and, and so our our men are very close friends. We call them like a bromance. They do. They, they have, have a, and they're they're like the same. Right? They're like these big guys, yes. yeah, burly with beards and like horribly dressed. And you know they're good looking men, but they would be so much sexier if they had a great wardrobe. Wait, do you know what my husband's wedding <laughs> gift to me was? 
letting me take him to Ralph Lauren in Palm Beach for a suit fitting. Oh, that's oh. amazing. I love that. It was, yes. yeah, that was like... Worth Avenue, baby. Yeah. I know. That'll never, <laughs> I know. That'll never happen, I guess. <laughs> but maybe, like, maybe after you get pregnant, maybe you could be like, so here's the trade-off. I know. Yeah. You know, it's, and he won't wear, you know what really bothers me? So it was like a navy blue linen suit. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why can you wear this again? Have, like, right. It's so nice. I've never, I've not seen it since the wedding. I have uh, seen the tie, which was from Tom's yep. pay. Justin wears his tie from the wedding and that's it. I constantly, I'm like, where did you but get the ties from? The ties I got from, um, actually, um, over here in, um, Beverly Hills. Um, what's it called? Mr. Gustave is that private little tie, uh, Tillier. I got him. It's like like I wanted him to do like a nice cream because all his guys mm. were in gray, and I wanted him like in a cream to be, white yeah. to be different. Yeah, and he thought that was the weirdest thing ever, of course. And I was like, no, the contrast no, is really nice. Yeah, and so he still has that tie because like a nice like embedded like paisley in it. It's like really like chic looking, but he'll wear that every now and again. But everything else, no. And I love like his. Tux was so nice, like the parts of his suit that we had for rehearsed and I didn't wear any of it. I'm like, it's so nice. Even did wear not it? wear a tux. I don't like tuxes. It's oh, weird. Really? I do. I, 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 know, I like I'm certain not tux tuxes. Not every tux, and I don't like, you know, the comfort zone, like any of oh, them. No, no, oh, no, Like, that's no, terrible. But I love, like, Justin actually likes vests, so like we both actually got into the fact that, like, okay, he can wear a three-piece, and, like, I have the nice yeah. big vest, so, like, that was exciting, and I could do, like... Pocket square for a little bit of detail. And like, we did pocket square. Yeah, too. and I, like, you know, of course, I'd like, you know, his, like, his little um, corsage and his, you know, vest yeah. and the whole thing and boutonniere. And then, since we got married on the beach, like, I had him wear, like, a little seashell boutonniere. Aww. And it was, like, really fun and, like, detailed. And then my trade-off to him, like, he wanted to wear something cool. So he had, like, his pocket watch that he had to have, you know, show, like, a little bit. But it was his grandfather. It's a miracle so if I like, can get Ethan okay. to wear a watch. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin, that's one thing. Justin's, like, a watch. I don't know if you've noticed. He's like like, oh, like he's, a watch whore. Like he's a, a man, I guess. I make like he wears it in front of my parents. Oh, but really? that's but like. But that's oh, the extent. But I will, I always wear a watch. Although yeah, I'm she wearing, does. You do well, always wear a watch. Practice, Actually, you usually wear a green watch. No, I usually wear a Wintex, a green Wintex Milano like serpent watch. Yeah, it's beautiful. It looks like like a piece of jewelry. I'm mm. wearing a Casio G Shock because they said I got it at an event and my well, everyday watch ran out of batteries. Uh, I, uh, I it's just, a pretty color. I haven't gotten a chance to replace it. I know. So we whenever I'm, I'm gonna wear watch batteries. Today, so I'm like, yeah. I'll just wear, like, I've been wearing, I was actually going to, like, sell this on Poshmark. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been wearing it so much, like, especially for work. I'm like, it's kind of nice to have, like, just a watch right, that a I watch. can wear when yeah. I'm yeah, not really worry about. Yeah, so totally. I'm, and it's baby pink. It's yeah, really, it's really cute. cute. It's, it's like cute. a nice blush pink. It's very nice. But you know what? It's fine. <laughs> and this way, I don't have to put it on Poshmark. I don't yeah. know why I was thinking of putting it on Poshmark. I'm like, I'm never gonna wear this. And I well, wear it that's how you too. Whatever, like you know, Poshmark the app, yes. the clothing yeah. selling app. Like whatever I have something, like I won't wear it, or if a cl- like client won't wear it, and they give it to me. I'm like, oh, I'll put it on Poshmark. Because like, where else are you gonna put it? Right. You know? it's no, like, I know. I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff I need to do have to put on Poshmark. Right. I know. But it's on the to do list. Let's talk about you. So yeah. what do you what what do you do? Yeah, give us a little you know. Give us a little bio. I think most of us probably have heard of you, but like tell give us a little bio and tell us a little bit about yourself and you know sure. obviously yeah. you're here in LA for your trip and we're so excited to have you on our podcast and tell us what you're up to. Yeah, so um, I am I do a number of things. <laughs> you know, I'm from the Caribbean, so we typically have more than one child. <laughs> That's everyone though. No, yeah, especially in LA, everybody has many yeah. slashes. As I say, you're a slasher kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And that's what it is. Exactly. So uh, I'm a political analyst, so I provide a lot of analysis on politics. 
And and that's fine. I enjoy it, but I'm a lot more than that. <laughs> so, you know, it's a lot, and I feel like politics. It's like we usually don't discuss politics. On, well, now with like you know everything that happened with Weinstein, like we get more into it. But we yes. try not to be like super specific here because it divides people. And like, well, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Because to me, the whole issue, you know, I know we have the MAGA tag, Make America Great Again tag. Right, You know, my personal tag is Make America Nice Again. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Stop being an asshole. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is, because all this division leads to absolutely nothing. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it leads to nothing. Yeah, it does. It leads to nothing. Yeah, and that's the, you know, that's, I think, a lot of the problem that that we have. So in addition to that, I also run a medical conglomerate in uh, Florida. So everything from drug treatment rehab centers. This is incredible. I know. And we want to get into this. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we do pharmacy. I came up with this idea of a medical uh, bus. So essentially it's an RV mm-hmm. that I converted into a traveling doctor's office. Wow. So for rural communities in particular, we would take the bus, go out there. You, it's We have the whole staff, just as if you were in the doctor's office. But you look at a place like Belglade, Mm -hmm. Florida, Mm -hmm. they they just can't, you know, get out of Belglade. And there are no doctors there. Is it just like, where is that, like northern? Well, it's it's west of Palm Beach. It's where there was a lot of the agricultural... Uh, workers, the migrant workers, sugarcane, when that was the big deal. Now they harvest a lot of the fruit there. Um, you know, it's a, it's, it's a very poor, um, depressed area. Right. It's, you know, it's really funny. I don't know if you saw the 60 Minutes from, I'm going to say it's last year. It could be the year before. They have something similar in Appalachia. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And it's the same concept. Yeah. It's the same concept. I think that's amazing because I think that medical care in America right now is, it's such a nightmare and it's not, and it's a nightmare for the, for the poor. It's a nightmare for the middle, for the middle Mm -hmm. class as well, or people who live in, it's so funny because like you say middle class, but like when you live in a city that's as expensive as New York or Los Angeles. Yes. Yep. Like, people are like, they look at your income, they're like, oh my God, you're so rich. It's like, no, no. You have no idea. my rent is a fucking mortgage. Yeah, right? exactly. exactly. Well, yeah. but but that's what happens, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. It's not city specific. Right. So there's this fictitious notion of a middle class and that that presents a lot of uh, a lot of the problem. So and then the other thing that we do is we're now going to manufacture uh, drugs. And what I mean by that is you have a lot of shortages in hospitals, mm-hmm. something like yes, tons. yeah, yeah, sodium chloride mm-hmm. yeah. is, you know, IV, the IV bags. Right. What? It's on back order. Yeah, it's on back order. I know I heard this the other day How because being pregnant, possible? you hear everything now and you're yeah. like in the hospital. Let's because things. the hospitals can't make it fast, fast enough. enough. But it's cheap to make. Those things are cheap to make. They're cheap to make, but there's a lot of waste that goes on wow. in, in the area of, and, and a lot of times too, I'm on the board of the American Red Cross Association, and it's two things it is blood. Um, and what you see in hospitals, waste of blood, just like you see with sodium chloride wow. and a number of these um, so these drugs. That's just not... Well, also, part of the problem, too, is that um, gay men are not allowed to yep. donate right. blood right. in yep. the yes. U.S. Yep. legally. Yep. Um, and I think that they... that. 
the LGBT population is generally filled with like wonderful yes. people who yeah. given the opportunity I'm sure would be a blood donor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely awesome. despicable yeah. that, they, that they can't. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, this notion that, well... Um, they'll be transmitting HIV. I mean, they test the blood, right? Uh, exactly. So, uh, so okay. <laughs> and I don't know about the process of testing, but I'm pretty sure at this point they can test it pretty quickly. In about ten minutes. Okay, that doesn't yeah. seem very long. <laughs> no, right, right. in about ten minutes. In about right. ten minutes, you put it in and you get the test result back like that. It's. I mean, I think that would that may be a solution to the problem. Yeah, and there's a lot, there, there's move now to get in that area because in, in the, 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 there are too many right. uh, blood shortages unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, so, and that, and that, so those are some of the things um, that I do. Yeah, now, many, many slashes. And, and, and <laughs> slash, slash, and, slash. Yeah, and, and NBD, like no big deal. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just helping with, you know, this amazing thing, yeah. that amazing thing. <laughs> that's, that's so interesting. So I want to hear more about this this rehab and your sort yes. of approach to it. Because we yeah. had people in recovery on the podcast. Yes, yes. And one of our guests was Amy Dresner, and she's incredible. Yes. And she's Anna recovery. David. And Anna David, yeah. And Alexis. And Alexis, that's right. Mm. And Alexis, I forgot. You know why? Because Alexis has been sober for so long. I, I know, I know. Yeah. Well, and Anna David's been sober for like 15 years. Oh, she like has. Okay. Now. Yeah. So we've had some great uh, guests on who have spoken about it, so we would love to. And yeah. our listeners really enjoyed hearing kind of, you know, their side and everything they went through and their journey. Yeah. So we'd love to hear, you know, your side and how you're involved. And we know you also work with and know so many celebrities as yes. well. So yes. we'd love to hear all about that. So with the from the rehab standpoint, we do the treatment a lot different. From our standpoint, what we're doing is we're treating the entire person. We're not just detoxing people because if you detox someone, they tend to relapse because they come in, you know, stay a couple of days and then, uh, yeah, OK, everything's fine. And then we see them three weeks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we do is when you come in, each person we really have you tell us your story. Mm-hmm. So we've got psychologists on staff who will sit down and, you know, talk with mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. We look at uh, where they are relative to drug use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they've overdosed in the past, all right. of those kinds of things. So at first it's a very regimented uh, process and it's probably the check-in is the most difficult component of it because we have nutrition. Right. But in when they come in, that's the least of their concern because right. a lot of them have not eaten in forever. Wow. Um, and so we actually take all of their stuff from them. They're given three outfits. They choose three outfits that they can wear. Everything wow. else is locked in a locker mm-hmm. and no phones, you know, all right. of that kind of stuff. Right. And the interesting thing is with medication, if they are on medication and they bring in medication, mm-hmm. we take that medication that they bring in oh. because we don't know what's in that bottle. You know, it could say one thing right. on but it's the, something else. And, and right. it could be something else. Mm-hmm. So we take that. We have our medical team who mm-hmm. will then get them the proper medication. So we do a complete test. Wow. And in addition to that, we try to put them into a living community. Right. So recreation, 
uh, pool, any of the things that they're used to, video games, mm-hmm. theater, mm-hmm. movies, that kind of stuff. So you don't feel like you're in jail. Right. That's not... You still feel like you're in an environment where you can kind of learn and... Yeah. And it's Florida, so it's right. beautiful. It's exactly. beautiful. It's beautiful. This is yeah. so true. So, so and, and we take them through a lot of the mental aspects of, you know, what the reason is for addiction and what's their life story. And, and then so we treat the whole person mm-hmm. so right. as to avoid relapse as much right. as we That's can. amazing because Amanda and I have talked about how so many centers, you know, just focus on, like you said, just the fact that they relapse, or, yeah. you know, and it's like, okay, great. So then we'll just get them to recover and make sure they don't have any more drugs. And then it's no wonder when most do relapse. And I mean, even I was saying this to Amanda, like my own family, I have a few cousins who have been very heavy on Oxy for yeah. years and, and, and cannot kick in. You know, and I have one who's finally starting to, but the other, you know, two, they just, they can't. And it's like, they go through these circles. They're fine. Everything's good. Everything's good for a year. Nothing's happening. All of a sudden, something happens in their life and they're back to it. And right. it's like, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And as the one, especially like the doctor said the last time she relapsed, they're like, this is it. You can't relapse again. Your body's yeah. like shutting That's down it. on you. Yeah. You know, and it's scary and it's crazy and they can't seem to, you know, shake it. It's interesting hearing your perspective with looking at the whole person it makes me wonder because they've been to so many rehab centers it makes me wonder like have they seen the right person to treat you know that mind and body and everything and not just the fact that they just keep relapsing well I think like part of it is that and like I've read a lot about this and I mean and I've spoken to a lot of people and I think a large part of the problem is some of these people who maybe would have been addicts, maybe wouldn't have been addicts had they not been given oxycontin to to start with and I think like that I think that um, as someone who has, and it's not opiates, and I've talked about it on the podcast, as someone who was prescribed um, yeah. stimulants for ADD mm-hmm. so irresponsibly yeah. to a really awful level where it still affects my life today, um, these doctors just get to do what they want to do. And it, it's very, it's very upsetting to hear because I think like a lot of these people whose lives have been turned upside down wouldn't have been turned upside down if these doctors, I mean, even I know someone who just had a surgery, and it was like a big surgery, but it wasn't like anything crazy. Got OxyContin. It's like wouldn't have, and I've had surgeries. Like wouldn't have Vicodin have maybe done the job? Well, and and and, and that's I love, the thing. And I like you, the Vicky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Vicodin would have Oxy, and I I actually tried it once. You get so sick from it. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. it, and it I is. Have a high opiate tolerance, but it made me throw up the yeah. next day on an airplane. Yeah. Well, see, this is the thing, though. You're right. It 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 did start off with the prescriptions. And here's the problem. The problem is too many of the doctors are over-prescribing because they're being paid to do so. That's right. Which I think yeah, is... Yeah, we've talked about that too. So un- it's, it's so unethical. Yeah. And I was telling you, like, you know, not just, like, you know, this kind of drugs, but I was telling her, you know, my first time being pregnant... The stuff that they're already trying to shove down my throat, it's like, I was telling her, I'm like, it's insane. And people that don't know and don't know to question and don't feel like they can go to someone else and have that conversation, they're just like, okay, I guess so, give me the shot. Okay, I guess so, give me the antibiotic. And it's like, no, like you don't have to do that. Or even when you check into a hospital, they immediately throw you on IV bags Mm -hmm. and come in every two seconds. And that's not actually by law what you have to do. You're you're allowed to wait and be off the IVs. You're allowed to sit. And like, there's all these things. And it's like, I'm now learning this. And I I was telling her when we were talking about this, I'm like, woman to woman, I'm like, it's so scary how these things are just shoved in your face. And you're supposed to just be like, okay, I'll roll over and take it. Yeah. It's just like the the procedures are just, are just not like, 
even I'll tell you something like I was on and I don't think I've talked I think I maybe I've talked about it on the podcast I was on antibiotics I don't know in college maybe 25 30 times mm. for sinus infection oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay turn after college I needed surgery mm-hmm. why did not and like I did go to a few different doctors because I was in different locations but if a doctor would have said how many times, by, you know, after two, three years of this, right. how many times have you been on antibiotics? And yeah. they would have said this many. They would have said, go see an ENT. Well, and that's, but the, that's the thing. Doctors, a number of the doctors now are not really practicing medicine the way that it should be practiced. And I'm not a doctor, and, and, I, and I know this, and this is scary that you have to become your, you have you to be have your to. own advocate. Right. You have you to. Know what? No one is doing what they're supposed to do. No, right? you it have to be. Well. No, so you, you, you definitely have to be. Because the doctors will come in, and they will see you for maybe five minutes. Yep. You'll be lucky if, 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 if you even get five minutes. And so they have no idea what the patient's needs are. They have no idea. They don't ask the questions. You know, actually, nurse practitioners are much better in a lot of these cases than doctors because the nurse practitioner at least will sit down, spend the time. Uh, and a lot of the doctors are saying, listen, I spent all this money in medical school. Why? I, I, I need to make money and I'm not being paid enough. And well, so that's, well, that's the problem, too, is that I do think doctors. And by the way, it's like we know doctors who have decided to be concierge. It's who have yeah. decided to be concierge, concierge. doctors. Yeah. One of yeah. whom we're having um, on the show, I think, yeah. next week. Yeah. yeah. I don't know when we're right. going to air it. But thing is, where it and I did an article about this actually for L.A. Weekly about concierge medicine yes. in L.A. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these doctors are just doing concierge medicine yeah. Yeah. or combining it with a combining, regular practice yeah. mm-hmm. because the amount of paperwork that yeah. insurance companies require oh, and the fact that they don't, they do deserve to be paid more. I actually totally agree with the doctors, I, yeah. yes, I agree but with I don't too. agree with the way insurance companies are doing anything. No. And also like they're, you know, they're raising prices on like regular like medicine that shouldn't be these sky, you know, rocketed prices. Like even with me again, with pregnancy, like I've had to get certain things, you know, picked up already from the pharmacy. And it's like, even with insurance covering, it's still it, it's not. about two or you're like, what is this? Do you have a small bottle? Like, I'll, I'll show you something cool oh, really? when, we're, when we're done with okay. this. But but I, I have a way of saving money because oh, okay. I sometimes pay for things in cash, even oh, though yeah. I have insurance. Okay. Yeah, because sometimes you, you, you absolutely do. I mean, right. because you have to pay for it in cash because mm-hmm. it's not the coverage. See, and again, it goes back, though, to insurance companies and the insurance company lobby. That's what it goes back to. That's And that's what I think, I have to say, like, I think that these unethical doctors are to blame, but I feel like these insurance companies... Oh, yeah. I can't, I would say, like, it's a lot, it's, I would, I don't know, I'm going to throw out a number. 70%, I think it's their fault. Yeah, well, no, I think you're right. I, I would have, I, I would say 85%. Okay, and you're, <laughs> and you're the expert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because it's, it, it, that's exactly what it is. The insurance companies really, uh, it's really? unbelievable. I mean, how much money do you need to make? And they could care less. They could care less. About the yep. patients, yep. which is the whole Literally. thing. and it's horrible. And I was, Telling Amanda that, like, again, when I first got pregnant, I went through a whole thing. My insurance, there was an issue. They had sent me to the wrong doctor. Yep. It wasn't referred. Then they tried to get me to pay out all this money. I mean, it was a nightmare. I was calling her hysterical they, they for months. Sent, I was like, they basically sent you to a doctor. Right. They told you took your insurance. Yes. You said to the doctor, double check. Yes. Do right. you take my insurance? Right. The doctor went to the yes. doctor. Yes. Suddenly, yeah. Suddenly, no, we're yes. not taking this insurance. All of a sudden, after I'm already there for like eight weeks, seeing oh, yeah, all this yeah. stuff, and it's like. 
Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, and I said to her, I'm like, I'm supposed to be not stressed and I've got the baby and I'm yeah. like, you know, and you're just like, uh, what do you do? Right. And I ended up going to see, you know, a midwife in the mix of it yeah. while I had to find another doctor because it was a joke. Like yeah. they're trying to charge me a thousand dollars for one appointment. And I'm like, oh yeah, I just have like a thousand dollars just hanging out. Yeah. So I hear No big deal. Let me talk change. But you pay, but this is the thing. You are paying for right. insurance. Right. You expect to pay co-pays. Right. You expect yes. that there's a deductible. Yes. And yes. when you sign on the dotted line, you sign up to pay those fees. Right. But other than that, you're exactly. not. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And that that's the whole problem with the whole medical and insurance uh, population in the United States. It's, I think it's criminal. And I think that, you know, a lot of people say... Like I'm curious to know what you think about socialized medicine because I'm not for it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm not, not I'm not for socialized medicine at all because I've seen that in the UK and oh, it's the worst. It's horrible. I have a very big scar on my leg. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. I mean, the UK when you I'm not for socialized medicine at all. Now I think there has to be regulations, um, but of course regulations that are not. Onerous, and see that's where a lot of, and that's why a lot of the doctors are leaving and doing concierge, or a lot of them now are doing med spas. And right, med spas being huge. It's yeah, I mean because that's where the money is. Right, you know, you know, you go in, you get this done, and you move on about your business. And it's relatively harmless. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. And when you look at things like, um, you know, people who want to do. Um, cool sculpting. Uh, so essentially, where we both had that done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So yeah. you know, yeah, cool yeah, sculpting totally is yeah. is the best. The running joke was I did it like this summer, and I was like the skinniest I've like, ever looked. I think you might have been pregnant. I know. Right? You never <laughs> know. And it's like, and literally, like right after I was pregnant, and I was like, oh well, there goes my you know flat cool sculpting tummy, but yeah. it's cool while it lasted. Yeah, huh, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> cool so. sculpting is great. Yeah. So cool sculpting, uh, the vitamin drips are mm-hmm. really, really, really I good. I've heard those are cool. They're amazing. When, what did I get? It used to go to actually a nurse, no, a physician's assistant in West yeah. Hollywood used to do them for me. Yeah, and then the, the, the new, well, it's not so new anymore, but PRP, the uh, vampire yeah, yeah, facelift, yeah. I, that's, you know, and, and people say, well, oh, I don't know about that. It's like, so you would prefer to get artificial fillers injected into your face rather right. than your own plasma. Okay. Right. Okay. Got uh, it. I, You're noted. <laughs> right. That's what you want to do. Right. Right. It's, I mean, yeah, it's so much easier for these doctors. Yeah. Even then, mm-hmm. like, I know I used to see this amazing psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and he was like, and he was literally... I think he practiced after medical school for a year. Yeah. And then opened up a rehab because he realized there was more money. Yeah. And that's the thing with rehabs. There's a lot of money in in rehabs, but you also have to be very careful in terms of who you partner with and how you do it because there's also a lot of fraud in rehabs. Oh, of course. Huge. I mean... You know, the whole urinalysis thing is just unbelievable because at some point before the crackdown, you had uh, rehabs doing a urinalysis on a patient three times a day and then billing the insurance companies $2,500 per test. And then they don't want to pay for rehab because of these... And that's what it is. Yeah. And that's, and, and that, that, so you, yeah. And then the whole issue of labs, oh my gosh, because they have to have so many labs done and labs, again, another area in, in which there's fraud, waste and abuse. 
No, I mean, it's the, the whole thing is not, let me ask you from like a provider point of view, do you take insurance and how does that, how does that work? I'm very curious. Yeah, we do take insurance. Um, it's very difficult. Um, See, that's, Right. Yeah, right. it's very, very difficult. So we know the. it took us a while to develop this algorithm. So we know which insurance companies will pay, how often they pay, all of that kind of stuff. There's some insurances that we just won't take because we know we'll never get paid. It's, uh, no, it's a nightmare. Yeah. 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 Well, the nightmare for yeah the doctors and the people who have these practices who are trying to make you know good in the world and no, do better no. and they can't because they're like well I can't I can't take that kind because I'll never get paid. Yeah, it's just crazy. And, and that's the thing we just can't you know we can't right. run a business right. like that. Not. I mean that's right. that becomes the, whole the issue. Thing needs a facelift like literally. Yeah. I mean it's just kind I of always insane. Well, my thing is and I'm so not an expert on this but I think if insurance companies became nonprofit. Um, well, well, but but here's the thing: a, a number of the insurance companies are, in fact, nonprofit. I did not know that. I yeah. didn't know that. No, either. I feel stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Because people, no, because people. See, here's the thing with this nonprofit status: all it says is that you can't keep the surplus. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Ridiculous salaries to executives and to board members. So at the end of the year, it doesn't make a difference. No, it doesn't make a difference. So they become nonprofits primarily so they can profit, but just not call it profit. When you have an insurance company executive whose base salary is $10 million a year, and then they have a 100% bonus on top of that, it's nuts. Mm -hmm. And then you have people who are sitting on the board who will make $250,000 a year to sit on the board. To literally sit and go to three meetings. Yeah. Right. And a number of those people on the boards also have consulting contracts. Yeah, exactly. So it's, and that's that's the problem. And the other thing is that I feel like, so I'll I'll share my recent insurance company nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) I take this this thing called New Vigil because it can't take Adderall or any major stimulant. I do take it off label for ADD. It's actually a narcolepsy medicine. It is literally, I've been through this like, since I was eight years old, I've been yeah. going through this my entire life, uh-huh. okay? And I've been very involved in my care since I was aware of it. Yes. And you can't really do much at, like, eight. Yeah, no. But That's anyway, the thing is, so like, this is the only... Me- I can take ProVigil or NuVigil. It's the same yeah. thing. It's armadophanol versus midophanol, so it's just the molecule's a little bit different. They say that uh, NuVigil lasts longer. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it just became generic. But the thing is, if you pay cash, $800 a month. And because it's off-label, they don't want to pay for it. Right. And I th- and I have a doctor who prescribes it to me, who's a legit doctor. Yeah. Not like she's actually like one not of the quack. more no one of the more legit psychiatrists yeah. I've ever been to, actually. Yeah. Um. And she and it's like she prescribed this for me because I need it. Yeah. This is not a Louis Vuitton bag. Right. Right. This, she's not prescribing me. Right. Trust me. I would love to take something else. Do you think I want it every? So what they do is this. They decline it. Yeah. Then we have to call, and they say yeah. no. Then they say you have to send a letter. And I said, I'm not going to send in a letter. I need it immediately, yeah. even if I don't need it immediately. Right. And then they have to fax it in. So then they fax it in. And by the way, this is a ton of work for the doctor's yeah. office for nothing. So then they fax it in. I call two days later. We never received it. Of call course. My do- call my doctor. Did you guys send it? Of course we send it. Do you mind faxing it again? They fa- this becomes... I had literally spent 
between phone calls to my insurance company, the company, I get just the com- sort of the broker. It's, it's hard yeah. to explain, but like basically the broker, yeah, I know all of mean. these people, I have, must have spent at least eight to nine hours mm-hmm. dealing with this. Wow. And then they were, and then I was told it was approved. Great. So I brought in the, oh, and by the way, a lot of times they make you order it through the mail, which That's is, right. which Medco, they're, they're wow. actually a bunch of criminals. Oh yeah. Why do they make you order it through the mail? Well, it's cheaper for them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Contract. So you just pop it in the mail. Uh-huh. Except that they don't give you shipping information. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're just like literally, I've never had to deal if with that before. If it's something you take all the time, you mm-hmm. have to. If it's like you just need an antibiotic or whatever, mm-hmm. right. it, it's, you can get it anywhere. Yeah, and it is that whole mail order thing is just, and as you said, it is much cheaper for them. They're, they wow. don't really have to do anything. And Medco, I'm like, hey, I'll pay to over have this overnight. No, they won't. I'm like, I will give you money. I will give you sixty dollars to overnight this. No. No, because they don't. They don't want to do the work to do it. I, I'll give you. Can I have a tracking number? No. 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 And that, and that's the Are thing. Are you sure you sent this? I guess. Yeah, and and that's their whole. That's their whole thing. Please hold. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's like ten days later. Um, you know, that's 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 this this industry, and especially since you're talking about the healthcare of Americans, I am just you know, I get into fights all the time with a number of these organizations and the How insurance could you companies. Not? Oh yeah, every day. It's like I'm like really. Um, you know, I had one case where we had a patient who needed his medication immediately. And they're oh, like, wow. well, uh, we need to. I was like, no, you need to get it to him immediately. And they're like, well, I said, OK, so I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'll just blast it out on social media and I'll, I'll tag you. Um, and amazingly, he got his medicine within an hour. Because I'm like, you know, you got to shame. I have to shame you into doing something. Are you kidding me? No, I know. They don't. I have to tell you, they don't even care a lot of the time. And I've noticed that Medco kind of has a strange Twitter account where yeah. it's just really? articles about. I think, yeah. I, last time I checked, and this was like two months ago, uh-huh. it was literally articles about how amazing mm-hmm. Medco is. Oh my god! Because I almost tweeted them, and I was because I was at the point and it where I was insane. And then after all of this, I call them, and they're like, I could, and I find out it's been declined. After eight hours, and I lost my fucking mind. Yeah, I called I said, they told me this was approved. I have spent eight hours. You guys have notes. I want you to look at them. The woman, I, I, like, this woman must have felt bad for me because she did, like, an override where I don't have to get it from Medco. I can get it wherever I want Good. to, like, 
I'm so aggravated yeah. over this. Like, I can't imagine. How many times I call you, you with my with whole Allie, thing? Oh, my God. I'm like, this is not good for the baby. Right. I'm yeah. like, stressed to the max. I'm calling her hysterical, like, every day. This would cost she's, them more if right. something bad happened. Happen right. They aggravated. Right. right. Exactly. And it was like, I, you know, like, literally every phone call. Oh I God. even had my broker call. I mean, my husband was calling, you know, threatening, like, our broker. I mean, it was like, it was just insane. For, like, two months straight, I was like. This was all going gonna, through my thing. And yes, exactly. We were both like, this is company today. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And I said to her, I'm like, this, the fact that we're having these conversations in 2017 yeah. is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I mean, you shouldn't have just, to beg for something you pay, pay for. for. Yes, That's exactly. the part that Why I don't understand. Why am I paying? Right. What, what am I getting out of this? Zero. It's, it's like, part of me is like, you know what? I think insurance should like only cover catastrophic things and I'll just pay for my medicine and have it be cheaper. Yeah. Because in a lot of cases that that's what you have to do. Yep. It's it's true. Which is crazy. I mean, you really think about it. It's just so crazy. And it would be like 800 a month. It's 600 to 800 a month. But I'm like, this is an insane. Look, like there was one thing I was taking, which I could with like good RX, which Mm -hmm. is like this. Download the app, everyone. If you pay cash for medicine, it saves you money. It works everywhere. That they did not pay for that ad. By the way, I'm just um, this is this is a plug for good RX. <laughs> but if you oh, good RX, if you would like to sponsor, the show. yeah, yeah, please. Um, <laughs> but even then, sometimes some things I'm just like it. I'm just like I'll just pay cash, and it's it's twelve dollars. Yeah. Well, and that's the, that's, and that's the thing. that's fine. I'm happy to pay $12 a month for, when it, for allergy medicine. Yeah, Bye. because it puts, right. you know, you, we have to get to the point where those kinds of things put the power back in the hands of the consumer. But it's very difficult for people, people to do. Because people don't know how to, and especially people who are really sick, who are yeah. medical right. conditions. And that's bad enough. Of course. And then right. you have to be aggravated. You have to deal with, right, exactly. It's. It's just the whole thing is so unethical. It is. So how do you think we can change? I know. So I was going to say, yeah. On yeah. a positive note, how do you think? You know, like, what, what do you feel well, as an expert? How we can change it, and what are you even maybe like? You know, trying to figure out yourself. Yeah. So I mean, what we're trying to do is to get more patient um, advocates. And that could be members of your family, et cetera, friends, whoever. We're encouraging patients to get more patient advocates. The other thing that we also do is we provide training on things like how to advocate for yourself or for your loved ones. It's so frustrating because you shouldn't have to do that. I know. And that's the thing. And and we do it, and I get a lot of criticism um, from the from the medical community, they're like, "Why are you telling people how to do this?" I'm like, "Because you guys are not doing it." And the fact is, they're paying you. In, well, but it's more complicated. No, it's not that complicated. It's called greed. Right. It, it's right. really what, what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So, you know, we're really just trying to get more information in patients' hands. Because for us, at the end of the day, um, of course, we're in business to make money. Mm-hmm. But we're in the business of patient health and patient well-being. You know, we're not in the business. So we have a community pharmacy. Mm-hmm. That community pharmacy, there are a lot of homeless people, for example, in Fort Lauderdale, in West Palm, et cetera. You know, we do this thing where we go out, we do checkups with um, the medical bus. And the church that I belong to in uh, Fort Lauderdale, our whole mission is really helping the homeless. That's That's it. That's it. And we have so many people who come there who don't have insurance. 
um, and they need medication. So from the pharmacy perspective, I get the prescriptions and I give them the medication. I mean, it's because at the end of the day, I'm concerned about the people, you know, so yeah, it, it, it pays more dividends than people think. Right. It's, it's just really hard because people just don't, or even like with the whole opioid crisis, yeah. I think people just trust what their doctor gives them yeah. instead of, instead of just like, yeah. And, and that's, it. and that's, and that I think is part of the problem. Too. Huge, huge part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because they do, in fact, oh, well, the doctor said, right. you know, and right. it, it, it gets into, for us, it's the whole thing about, for example, um, there's a whole debate about cancer and chemotherapy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, fundamentally, I don't believe in things like chemo. Me either. Um, I think there are natural ways we're developing a natural our product line, mm-hmm. their natural ways to do it. Yeah. Rather, because... Well, I mean, chemo radiates and kills your body. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I with my grandmother. It was like, she was fine, and she had lymphoma. Yeah. And she had it for years, but it was mild, and it you know got more progressive and progressive, and then I was getting married, and she was afraid that she wouldn't make it, and I understood her decision, but I still didn't really want her to do it, and she started, and within... Not even eight months, gone. Yeah, because like what? Your body's just. You, your body's shut down. And yeah. even though they say the cancer is gone, right. what's happening is it's regenerating these cells. Right. Then the, the, those cells mm-hmm. are essentially attacking the healthy cells right. that grow. So it's yeah. essentially putting, pressing the pause button. Yeah, right. and that's exactly. all it is. Exactly. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and so we, a lot of the stuff. We don't. We, we we do traditional medicine because you have a lot of people who simply are not going to go the natural route. We do traditional medicine, um, but we also do for the people who prefer to go the natural route. You know, we do that. And big debate about medical marijuana. Um, Why aren't we making this legal? Like this just right. seems like a no-brainer. And mm-hmm. hey, the government can make a lot of money. From yeah, it. Mm-hmm. and again, it's natural. It comes out. You're not processing because in a lot of cases, what happens with prescription drugs is you're being killed by the drug, by, by the, the side effects. Yep. Because when you have someone who's on 20 medications, mm-hmm. they're on 20 medications because they're treating the symptom, the uh, side effects of, an of, the, of another one, yep. and then you have the sub-side effects of the other one. So it's... It's it, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's just... It, do you ever watch those commercials and that met, like, uh, commercials for drugs that I noticed... The, the list of the side yes. effects oh, are yeah. the longest part of yes. that commercial. Right, yes. and you're like, so why am I putting this in my body yeah, again? exactly. I mean, it's literally like, and we're not responsible for... It's like, it's I have like, this disease, yes. and this medication helps me. Side effects might be this and then the other. Right. Death, cardiac, yes. Right. Exactly. diarrhea. And, and then, then it's and 45 then, seconds. Yeah. Right. And then the words get smaller and smaller. Smaller as you go down. Right. The effects. And then it's, I mean, like, it's insane. This medicine has helped me get my life back. Yeah. I go to the toilet. Side effects. Yes. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially when it says, you know, it may cause death. Right. <laughs> it may cause. Just oh, yeah. Okay. So, oh, okay. They're, they're 
covering their asses. Yeah, of like, course. Of course they are. But it's, but it's, it's anyone yeah. can have a bad reaction to, to anything. Yeah. But, but it's like, you're right. It's like they, they, like you said, they constantly try to push everything else on you. Like even today I was telling you, I went for my genetic counseling, yeah. you know, because I had a mutation come up in out of 274 genes. And, you know, it's like, and they make you sit there and you're like, Oh my God, you're totally petrified. But they try to scare you into doing everything. And they were like, well, you know, we should think about maybe doing, you know, amnotisio, is that what it's called? Yes. Amnotisios is where they yeah. draw from your tummy. Yeah. But the first side effect is miscarriage. Yeah. No, I, I know. I've heard about that. I'm like, no. and I said, I'm like, I'm 32 years old. I'm healthy. It's my first pregnancy. Like, I'm going to knock on wood, take my chances. Like, I'm, I'm, well, I'm yeah. not, like, but my daughter's growing fine. Everything's been fine. Like, yeah. I'm not, they, Right, no. and it's crazy. But the genetic counselor was like, well, I, you know, I just have to show you this, and we have to sit down and go over this paperwork, and, you know, and then, you know, and then this doctor wants you to see the, and it's like, I, I literally walked out of there, like, having a full-blown anxiety attack, and then I ran over to my other doctor's office and called my doula, and I was like, okay, listen, like, I'm, I'm freaking out, and they both were like, they literally found, like, this little carrier gene. Like, they don't even know what it means. Like, don't do all these extra tests. This is what they try no. to get you to do. Don't, don't do spend it. spend the money with the insurance. Like, it's, it's, no, insane. it's just nuts. And I've never really, you know, I was saying Amanda, like, she sadly has dealt with so much of this stuff because of, you know, her allergies and things. But I, this is my first time, like, actually really seeing this up close and yeah. being like, holy shit, this is such a problem. No, it's because like, it's, it's just, it's, it's insane. It's And yeah. that, that's it really what it is. Right. And they yeah. can make money right. from, from that test. Right. Absolutely. And it's just not, like... Look, to some other people, right. maybe that test, maybe they have a different gene mutation. Yeah. And for those people, right. it could be worth the right. risk. Mm-hmm. But for you, then it sounds like nothing. Right. It sounds and that's like, what I said. They're like, your baby could be born with a paper cut. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And they even said, they're like, chances are your baby's not even going to have it unless, you know, Justin somehow, my husband uh, ends up having, you know, the same, which is like beyond slim to nine. Yeah, they're going to. But it's like, you know, but then of course that too, then they said to him today, they're like, well, besides the, the thing that we could test for, why don't we just do a genetic sequencing testing? No. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, why are we going to spend all this extra money for you then to find out all these other things that are going to come up on your chart? It because might come up. Like, he might be covered under insurance. It's not. We checked. What? Yeah. No. And if it is, it's like this much and the rest is so it's, much money. Yeah, but it's, a, it's, 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 it's a waste right. because that goes back to the lab thing I was talking uh-huh. about. Some lab... Um, is making a whole yes, lot of money on that. They are. They're making all these panels. <laughs> yeah, the panels. That's, that's like the Horizon test I was telling you that I took mm-hmm. that has 274 panels. Mm-hmm. And that's one of my chromosomes came up with the mutation whatever out of all of them. And this is what I'm getting called in for. Yeah. Part of the reason why I don't want to get pregnant immediately is because <laughs> I've this for poor Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this just seems like, like a part-time job. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. I said to him, I'm Dr. Metzler, when I pulled up, I'm like, squad and you're already here. I've been here for I've been in the doctor for two hours. I'm supposed to be gone for forty five minutes. I mean, it's it's insane. Like, I wonder if they have like someone should do like a VIP clinic for all of this, where you just get in and out, and, that, right? Just that done, done, mm-hmm. done. Because this just seems like a colossal waste of time. People have babies all the time, and yes. they're fine. They don't need eating. And back in the tests. well, and that's back in the day. That, and my mother in law said back in the day they didn't have these tests. My mom's like, I'm pretty sure I had. Two ultrasounds for you from the beginning and the end. She goes, I had none of these tests and you were great. And then she's like, I knew three weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think of the whole vaccine thing? Because oh, I, yeah. I find this, I have very mixed feelings. On yes, vaccines. I would love to hear it because I'm so Amanda. I have I'm mixed feelings too. Yeah, I mean, it, there are some vaccines that are necessary. Of course. Um, I, but I don't like the idea of forcing down 
uh, parents' throats the idea of deciding uh, that you have to do this, you have to do that, and, and then if they don't do it, you're shaming them. I don't think, see, in the medical profession, I think what's happening is the medical profession wants to replace the parents. And a lot of the vaccines, we have to look very carefully as to what they're made up of. Um, What have they learned from previous vaccines? What does the research say? All of those kinds of things. So I do have mixed feelings about it uh, myself. I don't like the idea of forcing. I I think there has to be, okay, so we know, science has proven that these are the vaccines that are necessary. What are the vaccines? Yeah, I was going to say, please please tell me. Yeah, so I think, and things like, you know, we're seeing, for example, uh, come back on things like uh, rubella, Mm -hmm. uh, polio. Mm -hmm. We're we're seeing those kinds of things that are coming back. So those those kinds of things. Like the really serious, horrible diseases. Yes, that's the kind of stuff that I think is necessary. The stuff that, you know, a lot of these other vaccines, though, I don't know. The I know, right? Chicken pox? I was like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. chicken pox? It's a joke. It is. Like, it is. I'd rather just have a kid take three days off from school. Yeah, I, I, but, and, and that's it. That's another one. I don't think that that's necessary. It, then it the, seems, that to me seems like chicken pox is not like. No, you're not, it's thing. not going to be a big, you know, the horrible diseases, yes. And I think we have enough scientific proof, but things like chicken pox, for example, Give me a break. But again, it goes back to who's making the chicken pox vaccine and how much are they getting? You know, it goes back to that. I mean, look, I could see if like both parents had not had, because apparently it can be very bad for adults. And let's say you have someone who, yeah, let's say you have a parent with a compromised immune system to begin with. They've also never had chicken pox. Of course. Okay, then maybe, like, good idea. Maybe, like, it make that to me, like, okay, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That would make, something right. like that would make like sense. There, I'm sure there are scenarios where that makes sense. Yeah. But there are other scenarios where I'm just like, this is just like, or like Gardasil. Yeah. I became so, I took, because it's two doses, I yeah. did one dose, I got so sick, I could not move my arm for days. Oh, oh my God. Really? Could not move my arm. I felt like I had a terrible, and I never react well to vaccines, but that one was the worst. And then I was supposed to go, this is a crazy story, that morning to get another one. When there's, because they do it in two oh, doses. Yes, yeah. I turn on the television, and this was a while ago. They're like, how about how someone had become paralyzed from it? And I was like, just about to a, say. This is a sign. Oh my God. Yeah. I, and Holy I canceled it. Crap. I was like, this is a sign. Yeah. That this that I should not do this, and I called the doctor, and I just canceled the appointment, and I called the pharmacy because I, I had to pick it up from yeah. the pharmacy myself. Yeah. Oh my god. Like. Yeah. That is so scary. I was just like, this is definitely a sign. I'm not. I'm not. No. Doing no. This. No. No. Because, and that's the thing. When you get that thing about your arm, not, no, that's Something a sign. Something didn't feel right. Yeah. No. That, that, wow. That's a sign. Oh, that yeah. is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, I, I don't know, like it's it's so strange, but like. Also, be all the vaccines at once, right? Your your system can't really respond. That's what I was going to ask you. It can't, right? No, it's too I much. Understand why they try it's to do It's too that. much. I'd rather just be inconvenienced, especially with a baby, and go yes. back multiple yes. times. Yeah, because you're going to go anyway. You're, yes, you're going to be. Yeah, you're going to be there anyway. You're going to be there. Exactly. You're going to be the doctor. Yeah, at five exactly. Yeah, you're going to be there anyway. Well, and then also, so speaking of this, so like this is a good question then for me because I was telling Amanda debating on this. The doctor tells me that at 32 weeks, I need to get 
vaccination for some kind of it's I forget the name of the vaccine, but it's for basically whooping cough. And, cough and they were like, you know, we really heavily recommend that we, you know, inject you with this. And I'm like, but while I'm pregnant, and it, and then they were like, yeah. And I'm like, Doesn't I don't know how I feel about that. Like it, while you're pregnant, why can't I get it after I deliver the baby? Yeah, I I wouldn't do that. Right? I wouldn't Thank do that yeah, because and they're already like trying to tell me no, and I'm like, yeah, I'm up down. Yeah, because. The the, mm. the the fact that you're pregnant. Right. Hello. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's, you don't right. want to. Uh, that's how I feel. I'm like, why are we shaking things up? I don't understand. Like, it just doesn't make any, look, like, I could see, okay, this is where that would make sense. You were, if you were a nurse at a hospital. Oh, yeah, of oh, course. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That would make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, but that, that. You barely band-aid your own paper. I was just going to say, exactly. <laughs> I mean, literally, you know? I think you own Neosporin. Like, I, know. I know. Literally, she'll be at my house. She's like, you had it. I'm like, no, I was, sorry. Well, no. My <laughs> husband um, had, so we were here for the gender reveal, and that morning, yes. my husband had kind of a bad accident. He was leaning down to put a leash on the dog, mm-hmm. and we have a very, the corner of the granite countertop, we have, like, like an open kitchen. extremely sharp. It's Ooh. really sharp. I don't know why. Like, you would think. No, it's, would, yours are very sharp. Ours are very Sharp. Like you could never have a baby in that house. No, no, <laughs> no. Where you get the the corner, the corner thing? That's right. Thing. No, because um, they're obviously in his yeah. head. But he, and he hit his head, and it looked like a murder scene. And so oh. I, we thought he was gonna have to get stitches. But like, because I'm not so big on going to the doctor for every little thing. I said, yeah. okay, sit down. Let me clean this up. Let me, like, put rubbing alcohol on a cotton pad. It's going to hurt. Let's just try to clot the blood and see where we are. And if it won't stop bleeding, then we'll see what we have to do. Yeah. We'll, we'll right. go to urgent care. Right. Whatever. Right. Because um, in the emergency room, he'll be waiting 20 oh, hours. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, yeah, that, out, like, I'm yeah, yeah he'd be, I was yeah. about to say, yeah. by that time, yeah. Okay. yeah. So I was like, okay, so let's. Um, wait, so there was, oh, so his head was still a little bit, like, yeah, he was bandaged up, but he was here, and yeah. she's like, I want to put stuff on, on. and I'm like, uh, <laughs> wait, not Mechurochrome, they oh, don't, no. although my, the, it's, some, that's something that, like, my dad still has expired really? from 1985, <laughs> actually, I did find some, and I think I took it at one point, oh, um, right. and I saying, yeah, they don't make it legally in the U.S. anymore, <laughs> but anyway, um, what was it? Like, I don't remember what you asked me. Sip dick, liquid sip dick. Oh. So I was like, if it's liquid, liquid sip dick, which it's just yes. like a little clotting agent that yeah. men use when they shave their face, right? That would that would do it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a doctor, by the way. <laughs> no, I but, man, no but you're right. She you're knows. absolutely right. Oh, yeah, she knows. You're if, absolutely if right. If anyone had that, we could just put a little drop of that. And yeah, because call, then it just yeah. We call it a day. Yeah. Right. It's not like on a joint. It's not like yeah. he's gushing blood, but like that would right. that would be done. Yeah, that just close it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. But I had nothing. And I, I said, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't have much. I'm like, I think I have like maybe uh, like alcohol and some other like cotton salt. Like, I, we have nothing. It's terrible. <laughs> and the fact that we're moving, like everything's yeah. put away. And I said, I'm like, man, when I get into the new house and like have a baby, I'm going to have to like go, go buy a whole new like no, medical chest because like I don't like, you know, I don't have anything in the house. Like, it's just. Because like you said, I don't even do my own band-aids. So yeah. I'm just like, whatever, like, let it go. So it's like, I'm clueless with that. So it's very good advice for me being yeah. pregnant to hear that. Because I say even to my mom, I'm like, mom, that's what they told me. And she's like, mm. what? And no. I was like, yeah. And I'm like, and, and I talked to another girlfriend of mine who recently had a baby. And she's like, yeah, they kind of forced it on me. So I just did it. And I was like, dude, no. you don't have to. Like, you I, can't say no. No. Like, 
And I, I think that people don't realize that they can say no and yeah. that they can control it. Control it. Yeah. yeah. It's because someone keeps saying yes, you need to, yes, 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 yes. And it's like, no, it's my body. It's yeah. my choice. I'll make that right. determination. Thank right. you. Like, yeah. Kid, like, that's the, I remember getting a lot of shots as a kid, but now I heard it's like they get a hundred shots. Yeah. Yes. I mean, as a kid, I got a lot, but not that many. Like, what's, I don't, and I don't know if it's a hundred, by the way, please, no one no, no, on no. that, but it, it's an it's absurd a lot. number. And right. I'm like, that just seems like. Like, we're just vaccinating for things that haven't existed in 100 years. Well, and that's the thing. And they keep... Right. And they keep saying, well, I'm like, okay, is it making a comeback? Well, just in case it... No. Just in case. Right, yeah. No. Vaccines aren't supposed to be for just in case. They're supposed to be... To stop, like you said, to stop something that's either coming back or yeah. still around, that they have to stop. Like, it doesn't, I don't understand when they say, just in case. Just in case what? Like... Yeah, well, with my six-year-old grandson, uh-huh. I've insisted that uh-huh. he is not going to get all of these because they gave this God, list. I'll be calling him once I have yeah. my child. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, told my, I told my son, I said, no, this is not, this is not happening. Right. And, you know, I, his mom says to me, she's like, well, you know, I am a nurse. And I'm like, great, but it's not happening. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, all these. And I'm like, what is this for? Right. And they can't even tell you half these things. Well, that's when I said, "What? Why do they still have mercury in vaccines?" Yeah, mm-hmm. like I don't understand. Like I get that it's in the sushi, and I get right. that we can't get it out of the yes. ocean. Right, totally. but you don't but need to inject it in my body. I understand that there's a need for preservatives. Yeah, but this is the best we can do. Yeah, yeah. And mercury, I'm pretty sure is it's cheap. all these things it's that you, you can make on the periodic table are cheap. It's very cheap. But from the standpoint of replacing it with anything else, the problem then becomes... The FDA. Exactly, the Uh, FDA. And then the FDA is going to say, no, it's going to take them 100 years to study why it should or should not be done. And then they're going to come back and say, not not enough scientific evidence. So that's just kind of how they work. It's just, but then you'll hear about like these medicines, and I can't remember which one it was recently, where they rushed it through, killed a bunch of people, and they're like, oh, oopsie. Yeah. Oh my god, what? Like, oh, yeah. there was, I don't remember what it was for, but there you was some something? medicine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they rushed it through, a lot of people got very, very sick, and then the FDA was oh basically oopsie. Yeah. Holy crap. Well, they didn't exactly say oops. No, of course. Still, <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. VA says, oops, right. we're sorry, exclamation point, hashtag, yeah. big mistake. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's not. Like, so how do you know, how can we best be our own advocates? Like, how yeah, can that's a really good question. who is, you know, either someone who's, any of us, not even yeah. someone who's pregnant or. No, anybody's like, going through any anyone, of, Yeah. Anyone who goes to look, we all get sick. Yeah, yeah. we all go to the doctor. We all yeah. go for advice. Oh, here's another checked. example: the flu shot. Oh, the I stay away from that. Ever like gotten the flu was I when I had the flu shot. I don't. I don't take the flu yep, shot. I don't either. No. I can see if you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or again, or working in a medical school, if you work in a large institution mm-hmm. with yeah. a lot of people, yeah, then that totally makes sense. Yeah, but just no. I mean, I, the first thing is knowledge. I, I, and, and that's always a thing for me um, where we skip a, a step. If I'm going to be my own advocate, I right. have to know what I'm advocating for. A lot of that information is readily available on the Internet, but it is knowledge plus questioning what's available. Because in a lot of cases, 
you read stuff on the internet. I'm like, okay, no, this makes absolutely no sense. I think that's one. Two, I think we have to insist uh, with medical providers that they provide us with the treatment that's necessary for us. It goes back to the point we were just talking about earlier, where just because the doctor says to do it, um, you know, for many people, I just have to tell them, sorry to disappoint you, but the doctor's not God. Um, And at the end of the day, you have to control your own body and what happens to you. So, well, I don't know. I am uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, you can you have two choices. You can be uncomfortable questioning the doctor or you can sign your own death warrant. I mean, that's true. You know, that's pretty much what it is. So I I think you have to do that as well. I also think it's finding a doctor who you're comfortable with. And that's the other aspect. And I think that like that's a big problem. And also because like, how are you really supposed to know who the right doctor now like sometimes you walk in and you have a good vibe and that's it. Yeah. But it's like you like okay, so if you are getting a new if you get insurance and you need to find a new primary care provider you just see a list and you don't you don't know, know. that was me again like I'm trying to be my pregnant but I called Amanda like hysterical oh my because, god the list like, was so it was so yeah. long there's no there's no there recommendations was. I called insurance company saying you know first off you move me and out they weren't in good someone. areas either right. exactly. yeah. although I, I once had a really shitty dermatologist in Beverly Hills yeah but I mean it, it happens but it's like you know I called them and I'm like okay so you've already moved me you know from where I was going where yeah. I already had a referral and I knew and people knew them and you're telling me I can't go there anymore now I have to go see someone else and it's like I don't even know who to go see and I'm asking you guys recommendations and this is literally all they say oh we're very sorry ma'am but we're not allowed to give recommendations you know you can look them up online or here's this website and you're like oh so basically let me just google yeah I mean it's insane wait you want to hear something crazy so like I was on the doctors um earlier I guess like a few weeks ago yeah yeah Anyway, uh, no, it was about a month ago when they are five weeks, whatever. Right. Anyway, but by the time this airs, it won't be relevant anymore. <laughs> but it's on my website if you want. I was commenting on lip gloss. Yes. yes. On the same episode, they were talking about doctor reviews and how doctors are terrified oh, yes, of Yelp reviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about, and that's what, and it's like, so I feel like nothing is honest or real. And there's like, there, there's ZocDoc and there's yeah. like medical, there are a bunch of them, but I'm like, you really don't know. You you don't know. And I mean, and that's where, to the extent that you can get uh, referrals from people who you know, but you're right, you, you have to be comfortable you with do. that person. Yeah. And, you know, that's really the whole thing. You got to be comfortable with them because without that, it's kind of hard. It's so true. It just makes things impossible. Well, yeah. It does. And, and it's like you said, you know, you can talk to people that you know, and it's not... But then the problem is if your insurance doesn't cover the people that you know, like I got a list like a mile long from tons of my yeah, friends and, yeah. you know, even business partners and things and not one of those people were covered under right. my insurance. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, right. you know? So I had to then go back to the drawing board and go back through and then I talked to my broker and then he helped me do a ton of research from, and he went out on a limb to make tons of calls, you know, this and that. And it's like, that's also why you kind of need those extra people yeah. to be involved because they help with that. Because otherwise, again, it's just you and you're like, uh, and I said, Amanda, I'm like, I at least, you know, have a, a good, you know, publicist and, and team and, yeah. you know, I have a brand so I can make a little bit more noise and yeah. I can try to get things done. Exactly. I feel horrible for all these women who have none of that. Right. You and know, who are pregnant and don't know what to do and can't, like you said, don't know how to advocate for themselves. Yeah. They don't know how to say no and they're just stuck going to a shitty doctor and you're like, yeah, no, that's not as good as it gets. Like, no. you can do something else, you know? So it's just so crazy. It is. 
you know, I, I mean, I was told when I had my, you know, my insurance and everything happened, I was told I was not going to be allowed to, you know, switch my primary care provider no matter what. You cannot change your PCP until the new year. It's yeah. not happening. It's not happening. My broker, after like eight phone calls, Kelly and my papa says, like, everybody got involved. Finally, my PCP was changed. And then I was able to go elsewhere and find a good doctor. I mean, but they swore that no matter what I did, it was never going to happen. And guess what? Yeah, it We did. changed it. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's why true. having people around you who can, right. you know, that, that, that really is, because medicine has gone from the practice of medicine to really the McDonald's of medicine where it's so in and true. out. It's, it's true. It's so funny that you say that because like, I don't have a primary care provider and I haven't in years because I only use Skype doctors for that yeah. because I just, I just don't have the patience to go in. I don't have the time. Um, it's like a whole, it's a whole like kasha. My old doctor also <laughs> teaches Pilates and I feel like that's like a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. And she went to University of Chicago. Like yeah, she went to like legit medical school. Yeah. Right? And she kind of just does like Pilates and injections. And then like she once told me I was like fat because I gained seven pounds. I had oh my, my period. God, what? Okay. What? She called you fat? She kind of said, you're like, okay, I have never, like, I don't get it. Like, this was a while. Like, I was probably bigger than I am now. But the point is, I gained seven pounds, like, or six pounds last time she'd seen me. But, like, I was getting, like, my period, which was right. That happens. Oh, my God. And it's like. That's ridiculous. I. (laughs) You're like, yeah, no, thanks. I'm not the skinniest person, but, like, I work out. But you're not fat. <laughs> yes. Like, are you kidding? Like, and then I don't think I saw her crap. ever again because I was just no. so disturbed. No, with what are you she kidding? Said. That's insane. Like, you never told me that story. This was. I don't even because it's such like a blip on the radar. But that is that's so, ridiculous. And yeah. so like that's, I mean, that's why I go ridiculous. to these like Skype people because I'm like, yeah. okay, I need you to, I need allergy medicine yeah. and I need right. birth control. Yeah. And I just don't have. I'm like, right. this is all I need you to write. Me. That's it. Right. That's I, it. I, I don't. We don't need to do anything frankly, else. Both of those things should be over the counter. There should be right. because there's really no reason to have a prescription well, for no, those the things. The other allergy medicines that I take used to be prescription. Now they're over the counter, and it's because it's at Singular. It's actually for asthma but I use yeah. label that's like I am smart about it I'm not like give me Vicodin yeah because right. um, they won't write it for you yeah <laughs> right 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 but they're like we can't even no what was I trying I was trying to actually get new vigil from one of them because my doctor I didn't have time to go for an appointment I'm like I'll just use a Skype doctor and like we won't write it for you and yeah. I'm like ah <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. oh, so annoying right but the the point is like it just seems so much easier. It's like, why would I drive for the same effect to right. me now? I'd rather just stay here and, like, do a good time saver. Yeah. But right. the point is, like, it's it's just sort of not only that. Like, my insurance company has a deal with one of the Skype doctors. Of course. Of course they 20 do. bucks. Yeah. Why... Why right. would I pay a larger copay no. and parking? Yeah, yeah, yeah that that, right. that makes no sense. Yeah, and I wow. feel like those things. Although I do feel like I totally take advantage of that system. Those, well, those as you should. They're taking advantage of ours. Right. So why not? So, yeah. I mean, you're just being smart. It's almost like bargain shopping for clothes. You're like, well, I don't have to go to Beverly Hills all the time to get, you know, the I most chic. Exactly. And I yeah. can find Same it. Shit. Same shit. You know, yeah. or I can go on eBay or I can go, you know, thrifting. Like, it's kind of, it sounds terrible, but it's kind of the same idea. It like, is well, the you same find idea. the best deal and thing that works for you instead of just paying top dollar just because someone says so and that's what that shoe is. It's yeah. like, well, no, I'm going to go find it somewhere else. Right. Yeah. It's the same thing. Right. Wow. That's so crazy. So, you know, uh, with everything that you're working on, do you feel like, you know, 
with, you know, these new programs and, you know, people that are like you are starting up all these different, you know, areas and offices, do you feel like that's going to hopefully start to move things in a different direction? Yeah, because I think, you know, what has happened is a lot of people have simply ceded their control and, and, you know, before it was kind of like, eh, but now there's such a groundswell of people who's just saying, look, I've had it. I'm fed up with this. I'm not going to take this anymore. So I think that's going to start moving things in a different direction. Right. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's interesting and like not to get political, but I think in general, like even when they're saying with Harvey Weinstein and everything, like everyone's fed up. And so everyone's coming forward and, yeah. and you're just watching more and more heads fall. And this is happening. That's happening. And I'm like, I kind of honestly think it's time for like America as a country just to have a whole facelift yeah. in every single way. Uh, absolutely. And for things I'm to change. I'm totally for us getting as much Botox. <laughs> <laughs> right? As much Botox and fillers as needed. <laughs> we are all for fillers. Yes. <laughs> Botox is a good thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just, I think that things are going to, I mean, it's, I want things to change, but I think it's hard. It's hard. It's like, of course it is. It, yeah. I, I just think that, like, at the end of the day, and, and I've always thought, like, you have to be responsible for yourself. For yourself. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You have Unless, to look out of course, for your you. job is to be responsible for other people. Right. But, yeah. you know. For the most part, it's, you have to look out for you. You, I, you do. I think that, like, so what can the average person do if they're not comfortable with their doctor or their doctor gives them a prescription that isn't working right? Or What can they do? And then we'll wrap it up in a few. Yeah, I think if they're not comfortable with a doctor, I think, you know, and, and this gets a bad name in the medical profession, but doctor shopping is always a good thing to be able to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to look at other doctors. Right. You really, really, really have to look at other doctors to see, right. you know, what you're going to do. And and if they're writing a prescription that you're not comfortable with, I think you have to confront them mm-hmm. on that issue. See, that's the other thing that people don't do is yes, they really won't confront the doctor. I just recently did that. And yeah, really well, you advice. have to do it because then, the, you know, and then there's some terrible side effect mm-hmm. or something like that. That happens and the doctor's like, okay, well, right. I'll just write you a prescription for something else. Right. Are you like kidding the, me? Right. Wait, it's like that commercial for the opiate-based constipation. Yes. yes. Oh, I know. That, yeah, I'm like, crazy. seriously, I don't need yeah. to know about that. Well, it's like, like m and yeah. yeah. And you can't use the toilet. Right. We have a solution for you. Here are the side effects. Exactly. Right. And then and they give you like this fake band-aid they throw on it and you're like, oh, okay. You yeah, know? but, the, and, and, and that's the whole thing. I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. You know, so questioning and, and basically being able to say to your doctor. Yeah, I am not right. comfortable with this. Right. You know, and, and that's the biggest thing that I see. I mean, in our urgent care, we encourage from the time you walk in, we've got signs all uh-huh. over the place that says, if you're not comfortable with something, speak directly to the doctor. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I, and, that's the, nice. and the doctors are trained. At, you know, I had one doctor who said to me, he's like, well, I feel like... What's happening is you're telling people to question my medical judgment. Right. I, I said, okay, so you have a choice. You can continue to work here and allow them to uh, tell you when they're not comfortable, or you right. can leave because clearly right. this may not be the environment for you. Right. So we encourage them, and the doctors are trained to suck it up. Right. I mean, you know, you make right. it. Well, like you said, it's almost like put your ego away. It's not, not questioning right. medical judgment. They're asking as a human being, it's their right, right to ask and say they're not comfortable and they need you to reassure them and tell them why this is good or maybe why you shouldn't think about doing it and what are other things you can do. And 
I agree with you. And I think that also speaks to being a, a good doctor versus a great doctor. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, and um, I, I, before we wrap him out, he was on CNN last night. So oh. I want him to tell us. Yeah, tell That's us. so exciting. I want to hear a little bit about being on CNN. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and it's funny because... Um, the environment of that CNN studio was uh-huh. so great. Uh-huh. Uh, met some great people in the green room. We're talking about healthcare, mm-hmm. uh, politics, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. But it was a civil discussion. That's nice. Which is what I appreciate. Wait, I, yes. you weren't yelling at each other? No. no I, 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 I can't do it. I, you I, throw I, a drink in it? No. Right. Oh, right. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I cannot do that because <laughs> a lot of what happens is... That's what, you know, and that's why people are so uneducated as to what's going on, because people tune in for the drama. And I tell a lot of the shows, they'll call me. I'm like, if it's drama you want, don't call me. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to give you a reasoned analysis. Agree, disagree. That matter to me. But I'm not going to sit there, you know, and call someone an idiot. Yeah. What bothers me is this. No one can ever, like... It is totally okay to disagree with things. Yeah, of course. But it is not okay every day. to be a lunatic about it. No, and to make you feel horrible about yeah. it. Like, I, like, man and I have had that conversation mm-hmm. where we've had people that, like, we care about, like, make you feel shitty. And you're like, that's not right because everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Right. No matter what that opinion is, whether you agree with it or, or not, not yeah. it's still that person's opinion. And that's the, and that's the thing. Right. And I think that's a lot of what's going on these mm-hmm. days is how, and, you know, we're missing, we're missing that. And right. so I don't agree with opinions, right. not people. I mean, I yeah. have, that, that, right. that's my whole thing. Yeah. So I love that. that's part of my make America nice again. Platform. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so did you talk about that on CNN last night or what? Was no, it? it was just strictly politics. Okay. Um, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, it was just strict politics. Okay. And, uh, but it, it was a reasonable discussion. Okay. I think as a conservative analyst, they expected that, you know, I would be a rabid right. kind of, but no, no, I mean I'm no. just a reasonable guy. Yeah, no, and you're yes, and you're very level-headed in yeah, many just very low ways. Key. And I mean, like you said, you have you know all your OB reforms, anything you're working on, and you know all these amazing different things. Projects. Exactly, that, that you have to be level-headed to be able to be involved in all these yeah. amazing projects. Yeah, no, and that's so cool. And um, on the, the last note, we always love to do this on our podcast. We like always ask like celebrity questions and stuff. We know you worked with a ton, and you're you yes. know, your friends with a ton. Who are some of your like favorite celebrities that you favorites? you know worked with? with or maybe done projects with or whatever? Well, uh, there are three. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> Major Ali. Okay. Uh, absolutely great guy. Uh-huh. Fun oh, guy. Um, Zendaya. Uh-huh. Uh, absolutely. You know, we love her. you know who used to manage her? For previous guest, Chanel. Chanel. Yes. Yeah, she's and so, amazing. Such nice yeah, everyone she's says amazing. Nice about her. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing. And yeah. her fashion sense is killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then Usher, um, back in the day, I helped him set up uh, his foundation. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. So that was a great, that was a great, great opportunity. So those are three of um, yeah. my sure faves. Many, those are your oh, yeah, yeah. Those, those are my faves. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. well, thank you so much for coming on. We my pleasure. So much fun with you. We learned it was great. so much. This I feel is- like. 
This is like probably people are going to tune in and just like sit down and take notes. <laughs> what is your so tell everyone yes. your social and the name of your uh, medical center? Yeah, plug yourself. Yes, put it on the show notes. <laughs> yes, and we'll put it in the show notes yeah. so people don't have to like pull over and. Die. Yeah, that's what yeah. always joke. She's always like, "Don't pull over, don't blow don't through a red light." Put it in the show <laughs> notes so you can find them. But yeah. yeah, plug your social. Tell us where we can find you, your links, and you know your center and all that good stuff. Yeah. So the name of the company is Gordium Healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's gordiumhealthcare.com. Okay. On social media, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Metzler, on Instagram, Dr. Chris Metzler, and uh, on Facebook, Dr. Christopher Metzler. <laughs> and then my uh, website is drchristophermetzler.com. Awesome. We will awesome. put all of this? Yes. In the show notes. And this like was so much fun. This Thank was so you. much fun. Thank, Thank you. you. so much. It's yes. a pleasure. We were just chatting. It was a great chat. Yeah. We actually like our podcast to be. We want it to be inspiring and We want empowering it to be and We don't like... We want someone to like, you know, to enjoy it, take time out of their day or, you know. Or if it's yeah. a bad day, they feel like yeah. they can turn it on and yeah. listen. And we always try to have, you know, all kinds of people that Maybe are like that. Maybe it's shitty again. Yes. There, there you go. That's a good tagline. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, be fabulous. Be fabulous. Bye. Bye. <laughs> How to chain Fonda One, two, three, four Get your booty on the dance floor Work it out Shake it little mama Let me see you do the chain Fonda Five, six, seven now If you don't know, let me show you how To work it out Work it little mama